So, Lulu, I'm gonna I'm gonna come in on that question you had for Patrick. You you guys are obviously um, good buddies now. Good to see it. Um, on the question of philosophy, philosophers, and you, you asked about Nietzsche and how his work was used. In my opinion, the work is the work. If it resonates with you, it resonates with you. You're not responsible for how that's been used by other people um, to achieve whatever aims they want to achieve uh, because information is information and that's it, uh, in my opinion. Uh, it's all how it's interpreted and, and taken on board and, and used. Uh, Carl Jung, incidentally, was... Uh, heavily involved, I understand, with the Nazi regime um, and got quite a bit of stick over that, but doesn't stop me from reading his stuff and taking what I will from his material. So uh, just thought I'd um, offer that. Nice one. Hey Patrick, when you were speaking about philosophers and how responsible are they for their words? I'm wondering where you stand on Nietzsche, or Nietzsche, Nietzsche, Nietzsche. There's nothing Nietzsche couldn't teach her about the raising of the wrist. Um, where do you stand? Because, you know, his work was used for a lot of the Nazi propaganda, but I don't think he himself considered himself a Nazi, and I don't even think that his work is even like um, anti-Semitic and yet he does say some problematic things so yeah I really like his work personally and I struggle with how his work's been used and what that means and I'm wondering what you think about that beautiful beautiful hey Patrick when you were speaking about philosophers and how responsible are they for their words, I'm wondering where you stand on Nietzsche, or Nietzsche, Nietzsche, Nietzsche. There's nothing Nietzsche couldn't teach her about the raising of the wrist. Um, where do you stand? Because, you know, his work was used for a lot of the Nazi propaganda, but I don't think he himself considered himself a Nazi and I don't even think that his work is even like um, anti-Semitic and yet he does say some problematic things so yeah I really like his work personally and I struggle with how his work's been used and what that means and I'm wondering what you think about that. So when people are talking about Nietzsche being problematic, it's it's not just a little bit problematic. I'm going to read to you this passage, which is probably one of the most damning ones, which is kind of saying, like, and, and I, I really like this idea of the, the Ubermensch, um, as Patrick put it, the Superman. Um, sometimes people say the Overman. Um my sense of it has been, like through other academic scholars, which, you know, most of which approve of Nietzsche's work and I guess are reading the best out of it, um, but that it's more to do with finding good leaders than it is to do with power for power's sake. That's the impression that I've gotten. However, I am going to read, just going to pause this and click over. Okay, so this is what he's saying that the 
the ubermenches will be entitled to in their position. There they enjoy freedom from every social constraint. In the wilderness, they compensate for the tension which is caused by being closed in and fenced in by the peace of that community for so long. They return to the innocent conscience of the wild beast as excellent, um, exulant, E-X-U-L-A-N-T, I think, I know what that word means, but I can't say it, monsters, who perhaps go away having committed a hideous succession of murder, arson, trigger warning, rape, and torture, in the mood of bravado and spiritual equilibrium as though they had simply played a student's prank. <sighs> Convinced that poets will now have something to sing about and celebrate for quite some time. So this is, you know, it's pretty dark shit that he's saying. Um, At the centre of all these noble races, we cannot fail to see the blood beast of prey. The magnificent blood beast avidly growling, um, avidly prowling round for spoil and victory. This hidden centre needs to release from time to time. The beast must out again, must return to the wild. So, um, yeah, anyway, it's um, not making him sound too good. I, I can kind of get the context of what he's saying, but people can take that kind of stuff when particularly when it's not like you're just anybody saying it you're a revered philosopher you're an influencer of other people's minds so with power comes responsibility i think is a self-evident moral um you know i don't know it's it that's that i know that's a pretty tough call to make but i i do think that they're are a few, and maybe I'll get into it sometime. But right now, I think all my brain juices are gone. Think all they're gone away, away. That's why I don't think I can finish this. Hi, Lulu. So I've been listening to this segments between you and Patrick about Nietzsche and problematic philosophers. This may take a few calls because I have several thoughts. So I currently only have a very, very rudimentary um, knowledge of Nietzsche. But from what I understand so far and the context of where the quote came from that you read, I don't think that what he was trying to communicate was intended to be taken the way it was. So I'm with you there. I'm curious to learn more about this Superman concept because I think I have a different perspective on what he meant, and it could be completely skewed. So I don't know that I really want to comment on that too much. But this quote is a great example of something people will take out of context and use it for whatever means they wish to, making of it what they will. Lou, what's the story? <clears throat> Larry here. I've been listening to your... Uh, to your segments. Uh, nice bit of editing, by the way. I'm very impressed. Um, 
I've been listening to your stuff, right? I've been listening to your stuff about Nietzsche. I've been listening to your stuff about um, philosophy. And I've got a comment. I've got an opinion. And I don't know how this is going to come across, but um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get it out there because it's fresh in my mind. You see, the thing is, Nietzsche or whoever doesn't matter. Uh, I'm, I'm I need more than sixty seconds for this. Hi, Lulu. So I've been listening to the segments between you and Patrick about Nietzsche and problematic philosophers. This may take a few calls because I have several thoughts. So I currently only have a very, very rudimentary um, knowledge of Nietzsche. But from what I understand so far and the context of where the quote came from that you read, I don't think that what he was trying to communicate was intended to be taken the way it was. So I'm with you there. I'm curious to learn more about this Superman concept because I think I have a different perspective on what he meant and it could be completely skewed. So I don't know that I really want to comment on that too much. But this quote is a great example of something people will take out of context and use it for whatever means they wish to, making of it what they will. So when people are talking about Nietzsche being problematic, it's it's not just a little bit problematic. I'm going to read to you this passage, which is probably one of the most damning ones, which is kind of saying, like, and, and I, I really like this idea of the, the Ubermensch, um, as Patrick put it, the Superman. Um, sometimes people say the Overman. Um, my sense of it has been, like, through other academic scholars, which, you know, most of which approve of Nietzsche's work and I guess are reading the best out of it, <laughs> uh, but that it's more to do with finding good leaders than it is to do with power for power's sake. That's the impression that I've gotten. However, I'm going to read, just going to pause this and click over. Okay, so this is what he's saying that the, the Ubermenches will be entitled to in their position. There they enjoy freedom from every social constraint. In the wilderness... They compensate for the tension which is caused by being closed in and fenced in by the peace of that community for so long. They return to the innocent conscience of the wild beast as exulant, um, exulant, E-X-U-L-A-N-T, E-X-U-L-T-A-N-T, I think I know what that word means, but I can't say it. Monsters who perhaps go away having committed a hideous succession of murder, arson, trigger warning, rape, and torture in the mood of bravado and spiritual equilibrium as though they had simply played a student's prank. <sighs> Convinced that poets will now have something to sing about and celebrate for quite some time. So this is, you know, it's pretty dark shit that he's saying. Um, At the centre of all these noble races, we cannot fail to see the blood beast of prey. The magnificent blood beast avidly growling, um, avidly prowling round for spoil and victory. 
This hidden centre needs to release from time to time. The beast must out again, must return to the wild. So, um, yeah, anyway, it's um, not making him sound too good. I, I can kind of get the context of what he's saying, but people can take that kind of stuff when particularly when it's not like you're just anybody saying it you're a revered philosopher you're an influencer of other people's minds so with power comes responsibility i think is a self-evident moral um you know i don't know it's it that's that i know that's a pretty tough call to make but i i do think that they're are a few, and maybe I'll get into it sometime. But right now, I think all my brain juices are gone. Think all they're gone away, away. That's why I don't think I can finish this. End. Hi, Lulu. So I've been listening to the segments between you and Patrick about Nietzsche and problematic philosophers. This may take a few calls because I have several thoughts. So I currently only have a very, very rudimentary um, knowledge of Nietzsche. But from what I understand so far and the context of where the quote came from that you read, I don't think that what he was trying to communicate was intended to be taken the way it was. So I'm with you there. I'm curious to learn more about this Superman concept because I think I have a different perspective on what he meant, and it could be completely skewed. So I don't know that I really want to comment on that too much. But this quote is a great example of something people will take out of context and use it for whatever means they wish to, making of it what they will. Lou, what's the story? <clears throat> Larry here. I've been listening to your... Uh, to your segments. Uh, nice bit of editing, by the way. I'm very impressed. Um, I've been listening to your stuff, right? I've been listening to your stuff about Nietzsche. I've been listening to your stuff about uh, philosophy. And I've got a comment. I've got an opinion. And I don't know how this is going to come across, but um, I'm just going to I'm just going to get it out there. Because it's fresh in my mind. You see, the thing is, Nietzsche or whoever, doesn't matter. Uh, I'm, I'm, I need more than 60 seconds for this. Bottom line is this. 60 seconds can be good, right? Okay. So, we read too much into other people's views, interpretation of life and existence. Nietzsche... Jung, fucking Freud, whoever, doesn't matter. They've all got ideas. They might have empirical evidence. They might have interpretation of circumstances based on their own particular environment, their own particular time, etc. But the fact of the matter is, all this stuff is just ideas. And really, it's good for reference and it's good for discussion, for maybe benchmark um, discussion, benchmark points from a basis of discussion, but really that's all it is, you know, 
there's nothing to understand if you follow what I'm saying. Hi, Lulu. So I've been listening to the segments between you and Patrick about Nietzsche and problematic philosophers. This may take a few calls because I have several thoughts. So I currently only have a very, very rudimentary um, knowledge of Nietzsche. But from what I understand so far and the context of where the quote came from that you read, I don't think that what he was trying to communicate was intended to be taken the way it was. So I'm with you there. I'm curious to learn more about this Superman concept because I think I have a different perspective on what he meant and it could be completely skewed. So I don't know that I really want to comment on that too much. But this quote is a great example of something people will take out of context and use it for whatever means they wish to, making of it what they will. I'm also with you with respect to with a platform comes responsibility. I think that pertains to all of us, especially with social media. But for a minute, let's look at Patrick's idea of what people say not being an issue unless it uh, preaches hatred or acting uh, violently. I think the former begets the latter. People don't act violently unless there is some hatred there or misunderstanding. And the misunderstanding usually comes with hatred. It, it has to have a strong emotion in order to cause violence. If we look at it that way, then what leads to the hatred? When you use the word problematic, I would see that as being another way of saying a red flag, something to keep an eye on or tabs on or something like that. In other words, what might lead to preaching hatred and preaching acts of violence? All philosophy is rubbish, basically. Everybody's, all these guys who've come up with these views note, it must be said, that the predominant ideas that are presented are by men. It's rubbish, alright? All philosophy is rubbish. It's rubbish. What does your experience tell you? What does your experience tell you? Let's refer to Nietzsche. Let's refer to all these people. I mean, it's fucking rubbish. Honestly. Think deeply about this because this is, this is a valuable concept. Fuck Nietzsche and what he has to say because really, when it boils down to it, it's rubbish. You know? I'm also with you with respect to with a platform comes responsibility. I think that pertains to all of us, especially with social media. But for a minute, let's look at Patrick's idea of what people say not being an issue unless it uh, preaches hatred or acting uh, violently. I think the former begets the latter. People don't act violently unless there is some hatred there or misunderstanding. And the misunderstanding usually comes with hatred. It, it has to have a strong emotion in order to cause violence. If we look at it that way, then what leads to the hatred? When you use the word problematic, I would see that as being another way of saying a red flag, something to keep an eye on or tabs on or something like that. In other words, what might lead to preaching hatred and preaching acts of violence? All of these ideas, they're just ideas. And... We can get lost in them. What does your experience tell you? I'm not interested in talking about these guys because they're old news. They're old hat. They're irrelevant. 
What's relevant is what's going on now. What's relevant is this discussion between me and you. What these guys have to say is only relevant from the perspective of giving us somewhere to jump off from. What's relevant is what you and I have to say about our experience now. And everything else is irrelevant. You know what I'm saying? All of these guys might have had a view on things as they were, but they don't matter now. What, matter is, what, what matters is what you think and what I think and what's going on now. And that's it. I could go on about this forever, but I don't know. You know? Now, I am but an amateur when it comes to philosophy, but it is my understanding that it is the search for wisdom and understanding, which to me means it's about learning and growing. And for me, that's not just individual learning, that's learning as a whole, society, humanity. Patrick did a few segments on the making of meaning and perception and language. If we know that hatred leads to violence, and in order to get to hatred, it's about misunderstanding or the way we miscommunicate, or it comes back to language just to begin with, then isn't that something we need to address, something we need to look at, most especially for philosophers? Many ideas that originated with philosophers from the past have been elaborated or set aside since then because we've learned, we've grown. So bottom line is, I don't want, I, I, fuck all that shit. I'm not interested in what these guys have to say. It might have had relevance at some point. It, you might even place relevance on it now. But ultimately, it doesn't matter. What matters is what's going on now. What's this conversation about? What, what is it to exist? What is it to be? What, what is all of this going on? What is this going on? That's all that's relevant. So, I want to talk about... I don't want to talk about these guys and their opinions because they don't matter. What's ma what matters to me is philosophy. what philosophy is, is what's going on right now. Do you understand what I'm saying? This is my interpretation of things. And that's all there is to talk about, you know? If we're talking about Nietzsche and et al., well then, we're talking about old news. That's it. From, From 2017, looking back, we can see what happened with the Nazis, how it began, what tools they used, what language, the damage that was caused, the lives lost. To me, philosophy isn't just about what we read in the books or what we think about. It's also how it applies to life. So we can look at what Nietzsche wrote and say, yeah, he didn't mean that. It wasn't intended that way, but this is how it was interpreted or this is how it was used. This is the outcome that came from it. Do we want to rinse, repeat? Now, I didn't hear the specific segment that began this entire conversation. I know it had to do with a gentleman who was speaking at a university about LGBTQ issues. Forgive me if this doesn't apply. As a gay woman, I have heard several individuals from various platforms talk about rounding us up and killing us. This is not an exaggeration. This is legit. I don't know about you, but gay or not, I would think you wouldn't want to repeat anything from the past. So bottom line is, I don't want, I, I, fuck all that shit. I'm not interested in what these guys have to say. It might have had relevance at some point. It, you might even place relevance on it now. But ultimately it doesn't matter. What matters is what's going on now. What's this conversation about? 
what what is it to exist what is it to be what what is all of this going on what is this going on that's all that's relevant so i want to talk about i don't want to talk about these guys and their opinions because they don't matter what's ma- what matters to me is philosophy what philosophy is is what's going on right now do you understand what i'm saying this is my interpretation of things and that's all there is to talk about you know if we're talking about Nietzsche and et al, well then, we're talking about old news. That's it. From-, From 2017, looking back, we can see what happened with the Nazis, how it began, what tools they used, what language, the damage that was caused, the lives lost. To me, philosophy isn't just about what we read in the books or what we think about. It's also how it applies to life. So we can look at what Nietzsche wrote and say, yeah, he didn't mean that, it wasn't intended that way, but this is how it was interpreted or this is how it was used. This is the outcome that came from it. Do we want to rinse repeat? Now, I didn't hear the specific segment that began this entire conversation. I know it had to do with a gentleman who was speaking at a university about LGBTQ issues. Forgive me if this doesn't apply. As a gay woman, I have heard several individuals from various platforms talk about rounding us up and killing us. This is not an exaggeration, this is legit. I don't know about you, but gay or not, I would think you wouldn't want to repeat anything from the past. Uh, So those call-ins, early morning call-ins, were the perfect illustration of how to make a point about nothing in in, in an extremely effective way. (laughs) Oh, lordy. Anyway, uh, thanks for publishing that rubbish and... um, like I said, it, it it probably perfectly illustrates the point that it's all rubbish. All commentary is rubbish. But uh, anyway, Shine, as they say, uh, Shine. Have a good day, Lulu. Hello, Lulu. I just wanted to quickly call in while I'm cooking. I hope you can still hear me. Um, that I'm loving the edits. The quick edits of just a few words and then another and then another. Really enjoying that. And... Also because I know how the effort is, like it's a lot of work to go back and again, do one sentence, go back. It's a lot of work, it's a lot of effort, but I just wanted to say that I appreciate the effort and I really enjoy listening to it in that way. It has a different spin to it, it's more um, dynamic. So, like it, keep it up. Hope you have a great day. Bye. Uh, so those Collins. Um, early morning call-ins were the perfect illustration of how to make a point about nothing in in, in an extremely effective way. (laughs) Oh, lordy. Anyway, uh, thanks for publishing that rubbish. And um, like I said, it it, it probably perfectly illustrates the point that it's all rubbish. All commentary is rubbish. But uh, anyway, Shine, as they say, uh, Shine. Have a good day, Lulu. Hello, Lulu. I just wanted to quickly call in while I'm cooking. I hope you can still hear me. Um, that I'm loving the edits. The quick edits of just a few words and then another and then another. Really enjoying that. And also because I know how the effort is. Like it's a lot of work to go back and again, do one sentence, go back. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of effort. But I just wanted to say that I appreciate the effort and I really enjoy listening to it in that way. It has a different spin to it. It's more um, dynamic. So, like it, keep it up. 
Hope you have a great day. Bye. Uh, so those call-ins, um, early morning call-ins, were the perfect illustration of how to make a point about nothing in, in, in an extremely effective way. <laughs> oh, lordy. Anyway, uh, thanks for publishing that rubbish. And um, like I said, it, it, it probably perfectly illustrates the point that it's all rubbish. All commentary is rubbish. But uh, anyway, Shine, as they say, uh, Shine. Have a good day, Lulu. Hello, Lulu. I just wanted to quickly call in while I'm cooking. I hope you can still hear me. Um, that I'm loving the edits. The quick edits of just a few words and then another and then another. Really enjoying that. And also because I know how the effort is. Like, it's a lot of work to go back and again, do one sentence, go back. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of effort, but I just wanted to say that I appreciate the effort and I really enjoy listening to it in that way. It has a different spin to it. It's more um, dynamic. So, like it, keep it up. Hope you have a great day. Bye. Hello, Lulu. I just wanted to quickly call in while I'm cooking. I hope you can still hear me. Um, that I'm loving the edits. The quick edits of just a few words and then another and then another. Really enjoying that. And... Also because I know how the effort is, like it's a lot of work to go back and again, do one sentence, go back. It's a lot of work, it's a lot of effort, but I just wanted to say that I appreciate the effort and I really enjoy listening to it in that way. It has a different spin to it, it's more um, dynamic. So, like it, keep it up. Hope you have a great day. Bye.